And this episode of Hatrick Hockey is brought to you by our good friends over at Clarou and Son Roofing. These guys are the kings of roofing, Tristan, like we say, the kings of roofing. These guys last summer alone, over 25,000 bundles of shingles done. They're fully insured. They offer free estimates. The work they do is incredible, and they always get the job done right the first time. So be sure to hit up the boys over at Clarou and Son Roofing because, like we always say, when you want your roof done, call Clarou and Son, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't And what is going on, everybody out there? All of you buttes and beauties. It is episode number 136 of Hatrick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hatrick Hockey. If you like this hoodie right here, just smash the link on the post. It will bring you right into our merch store for you to collect all of your sweet HCH merch. And here, as always, inside Windsor Laser Cutting Studios, I'll bring in my boy Tristan inside Barker Builds. Tristan, what's up, bro? Uh, you know, there's there's a lot up. No. Uh, there's there's some good things, some not so good things, and some things that made me toss and turn in my sleep last night. Yeah, there's a lot of happen, things. But, yeah, but um <laughs> as it goes for good news, uh school's almost done for me. Woo! You know, I've got exams coming up. Uh that'll be awesome. I'll be happy to be done with that. Mm. Out for the summer, five months off or four in a four and a half anyway but uh bad news some games haven't been going the way i want them lately so uh we'll talk about that in a minute but uh how about you how have you been doing busy man i had so much hockey this past weekend it was insane so i was supposed to play we played in the roscoe which is ran by the harrow sailors here that you see on my hat so um, it's ran by them. Good tourney, great tourney. It's a 35 and over for the men. So we uh we played in that. We played in it for three years. We've never won a game. Um, but but we've uh we've just had we've had fun. There's they've four good, well, three other good. Well, we're good too, but those other teams out there are real good, man. Like they yeah, snap yeah. it around pretty good. So um, so we played in that, and then that was Friday over Friday and Saturday. So we played three games and then sunday we had our league finals where we ended up coming from behind and winning so that was a wild weekend what so sunday night as you could imagine got a little crazy with the boys so we um we said we celebrated a win so brief i'll kind of let you know how it went down in the final so we were down um going into the third period it was like it was uh I think it, I don't know. We are down two goals either way. We are down two going into the third period. And so I said, screw it. So I put like myself with the two other guys on our team that are really fast, really skilled guys. So I put us out on this. So we started the third. And when we started the third, we scored two goals in like 40 seconds and tied it. And then we, uh, so then we just, had to keep everybody at bay like stay calm boys stay calm boys so we yeah. did that and then we uh we ended up about five minutes later my buddy chris um scored the winner and then so we took a late penalty where it was like three minutes left in the game we took a penalty nice. so we had to kill a penalty and then with about 35 seconds left the puck just kind of squirted out into the slot and i looked up and it was myself and just one other guy from their team so i went for a little skate had to gain center ice right didn't want to take the icing call 
game center I shot it was lucky enough to hit the middle of the net. So then once it was like celebration was on. So we drank a lot of GL heritages because we went back there after. That's where our league does our yep. thing. So shout out to Greg and everybody there that for their hospitality and the food and everything was incredible. So it was a good Sunday. But uh yeah, it's pretty much how my like weekend went. Ethan had some stuff going on with his teeth that he had all fixed up and he's all good to go now and back to school so it's busy man <laughs> yeah i can i can only imagine <laughs> we have easter weekend coming up on us as well yeah so. that's right yeah if we don't put out another episode happy easter to everyone oh yeah so like i said we have some more interviews and stuff on tap for next week that we gotta throw down here and everybody i know i've been getting messages about people know that we did the interview with cab mccabe and um mr mcbride so they know that we did the interview so i'm gonna tell everybody we're trying to work with the sound right now the sound was a little weird this is our first time doing this so but we're like i said i already have a way that we're gonna get that figured out so we're gonna take care of that like real soon so yep. that will be coming out soon though we just gotta work with some stuff with that right. so some technical we're on issues. it yeah so we're on it so before we get in all the Essex and um, and like Moortown stuff, Lakeshore had a marathon game. They had a five overtime game. Oh my gosh! Like how I did these guys imagine. play in that? Like that's like, like six hours of hockey. Yeah, that's over two games of hockey. Because think about it, they they go on the ice at what six thirty for warm up, roughly. Yeah, so, yeah, when did they get done at like twelve forty in the 45, morning? Twelve forty five the game winning goal was scored by who? Marco Schladoya. Yeah. <laughs> Big Marco. So, doctor. You know, the doctor. So you know work. what I mean? So yep. but still, that's crazy. Like they had to have been like running the stores, buying Gatorades. Like they had to have been doing all of that. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess a, a a ton of like the parents and fans like chipped in and bought a ton of pizzas for both teams. Oh, that's cool. That's what I heard, and they just filled it so the boys could have some calories, right? Yeah, that's because cool. what else? Like, you got to stuff your face, right? Like, yeah, you got to eat it bars and all kinds of stuff back there. So you Fuck, can anything that's not tied down that's edible, you're eating. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some that's skate crazy. laces. Dude, that's unreal, though, man. But, that's that has to be the longest game ever. No. Yes, it is confirmed record-setting game. For Not only all, that, they packed for, over a thousand fans in that little arena in Wheatley. Mm, mm -hmm. That's crazy. It's one half that arena. Mm -hmm. One half. That's not so, man. That is incredible. But like, and I guess Marco uh, Schladoya um, had three shorthanded breakaways in that OT because it was wow. a shorthanded goal that won it. Yeah. And I guess on the third one, he just you can watch the goal. It's online. Um, he just shoved it in. Yeah. Like he pushed it past the pad and was like, I don't care. Let's go home. Yep. And that's it was crazy quite, though. Hats off crowd. to the sharks though, man. Hats off to the sharks. Like this incredible season they had, yep. man. And so and they had, they had Lakeshore against the wall. So yeah, man. Yeah. Lakeshore <laughs> reverse sweeped because it was, they were down to nothing and then yeah. they just came back four straight. Yeah. That's nuts, man. Completely but nuts. I'll, here's the funny thing. Had it not been, for the Dresden Dresden Fia, or Dresden Moortown fiasco, where there was a needed game six, mm. it would have been the exact same as last year's playoffs. Wow, eh? games and everything. Lakeshore 
in six over Wheatley and Essex in five over Moortown. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's an asterisk on that, and it was Essex one and six, which we'll talk about uh, right now. Yeah, right now. So I don't even know where to begin, and I'm gonna try to be as nice as possible when I. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. When, when I say this, okay, I'm I'm trying my fucking hardest. Okay, so let me tell you. So this is what happened. So Essex wins in game five. Three to one. Three to one. Which was series ending. Yep. So during that game, um, Liam Hall took a goalie interference penalty. Not that game. Was it game three? Four? Uh, four. Okay, so game four, Halsey yep. took a goaltender interference call. Right. So when he was dressed for game five, so let's stop it right here. Apparently, there's a league rule that say that states if you take three goaltender interference calls over a season, it comes with a two-game suspension. Right. So now this is where it starts to get a little crazy. Is every day league lists are sent out, suspensions lists are sent out to the teams, and Halsey's name was not on it. So Halsey was dressed for game five, correct? Correct. So Halsey was dressed for game five. In which he picked up an assist. Yes. He did, yes. So series is over. Let's go. We're moving on. Da-da-da-da-da. But wait, because some jerk off, I don't care who he is, you're a dink, brought up to somebody that, oh, well, that's Halsey's third goaltender interference penalty. So it was brought I was told, I'm not saying that this is 100% sure on how it went down, but I was told that whoever that was notified a assistant coach on Moortown. Okay. Okay. So um, so now it's all brought up and everything. Well, now it comes out where Halsey shouldn't have been dressed. Da, 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 da. So, however, now at the end of game five, some shenanigans also went down where a couple of the Moortown players were kicked out because apparently they went after Luke shirt. Correct. Yes. So it was a face off. I was standing at center ice watching it. I ended up filming the situation. So I could have easily sent that film away. Well, you didn't, I, but, I didn't see that. Send me that shit. Okay, I will. Um, so what happened was right off the face-off, uh, I believe it was number 22 mm-hmm. on their team. Could be wrong. It was 22 or 15, one of those two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, right off the face-off, like Luke Shirk, had, Puck haven't, hadn't even dropped yet. Uh, Shirk is just standing there. Obviously, his back is facing to me, so I don't know if he's saying anything. It's Shirky, mm-hmm. so he might have. Yeah, most likely, but, but he was, he was facing the, the play. The ref was ready to drop the puck. This guy's given daggers right to Shirk and just goes two hands him downward on the top of the neck, which is very dangerous. There's mm-hmm. been guys get hurt seriously in the NHL like that. Drops him, gets on top of him, keeps giving it to him. Next thing you know, refs jump in, linesmen jump in, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Every from a, everybody from Essex grabs somebody on the other team. Right, obviously, some of them are kind of face washing. They got each other by the collar. They're going around, just kind of holding each other up. Then all of a sudden, seventeen 
uh, their assistant captain and league MVP. So great look. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brody Janine as like grabs as he's getting told to go to the box because okay yeah you just got a four for head contact because he started giving some cold cock shots to someone too i think yeah. it was jack firth yeah and as he's pissed, going dude. off and you're pissed like it's understandable yeah, yeah. you know janine uh he's getting pushed off by uh kyle flood the head referee who is i believe one of the most accomplished referees in this league of course, uh, he, he can ref the highest like yeah. chl plus He's pushing him off. Flutter's not a small guy. He's like 6'5". He's a tall guy. Yeah. He's pushing Janine off. Janine gets it through his head that he can start grabbing the collar of Flood, who's an official, not a player. At this point, that's a public citizen who you're grabbing by the collar, and he's shoving his collar into his throat, almost choking him. Well, obviously, Flood didn't like that too much, so... He went right in the box with Janine and sat him down, yeah. threw him down. And uh, that was good to see. But what comes of this, Ant, ends up being the league rules. Uh, this is the same night that they ruled that Liam mm-hmm. would be out. Yeah. And the game would be overturned. And it was written, due to league rules, if anyone's ever confused about the score, like, why is it 5 nothing? I saw that. It's that's established in the rules at the start of the year. Any game where the score is overturned, don't ask. I, I don't know why the number is five, but it's established that it will be a five nothing game. Anytime the league overturns the winner, uh, I don't know what that means, but anyway, the same time this is overturned, several players are suspended. Yes, I believe one of them was Mason Flett, and then another one was twenty two on their team i don't know who that was their head coach was set suspension as well right yeah. yes and brody janine got seven games was for about i think he took about five or six penalties on that one play abusive oh. official head contact intent to injure like all everything yes. that's a match but, that you can imagine but he, in in the end he was written up for seven games Right, seven-game suspension, automatic. So, so the league rules, okay, we're going to replay this game. Or we're not replaying the game. The game is now won for Moortown. Although what's weird is they kept all the stats. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that works. They keep the numbers. I think they, they said that the stats would all stay the same, but the, right. the score but would the score changed. Be. So here's the part that I don't get is, like, I don't know. You no, actually, you know what? Go ahead, keep going, because my points are kind of later in the story. So sorry, that's okay. my fault. All right, go no, ahead. that's that's no problem. But um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, it, we go on the road, right? Essex is all right. We gotta pull up with this BS, but whatever. Let's get it done, right? It's more town. We know we can beat them. Essex wins the game, which I'm gonna tell you right now, dirtiest game I've ever watched from another team, the team being Moortown. And funny enough, guess who got to play in that game? Number 17, Brody Janine. Uh, what? What's he doing out on the ice? Oh, guess what? The league announced, magically, before the game, oh yeah, Brody Janine, that's no problem. We'll renounce a seven-game suspension for abuse of an official. No problem. Go out there, have fun. Might as well beat up a ref, but get 
God forbid you take a couple goalie interference calls because you're gone for two games. Mm. He got nothing. He got to play. But I'll say this. Guess what, Brody Janine? You looked invisible out there, buddy. You didn't do squat. Mm-hmm. You, you got yeah. shut out. Well, Your goalie well, carried you. Shout yeah. out to John Chartrand. Yeah. He was the most classy player and sneak peek. We're getting him on the show. Yeah. For anyone who's listening. But John Chartrand, talking to him, one of the nicest guys I've met. Mm-hmm. Very classy. He cared for Jack Firth. He was the first player to skate up when Jack Firth took a nasty head check from number two, who's an absolute clown on Moortown. Yeah, I heard. I don't he even took, know his name. I heard he, he took five minor five minor penalties in the game, and it was all like roughing, head contact, like stupid shit like that. Two two head contacts. Yeah, and then oh, the one play he got on top of Guvermal, starts punching him in the back of the head. He's on the ground. I don't know how he wasn't tossed out right there. So the refs on that game, whatever. But another thing was their head coach got to coach as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's horse shit. And, like, this is why I say every team needs a little bit of meat and potatoes. So that way when guys like that are fucking running around the ice acting a fool, you're going to face the consequences of another player on the other team. Like, that's how that's how it was when I played. So – Going back, so the league lifts the seven-game suspension. So now, PJHL, here's a couple questions that I have for you that still have yet to be answered that I did email you. So I'll be waiting for that email back, one. Two, how do we lift a seven-gamer on a guy that got intent to injure for cross-checking a player in the neck, wrestling one of your referees, and you just wipe it off the board like fuck all happened? Well, I wanted, but yet you withheld the two-game suspension of a player that got three minor penalties over a season. It's a complete joke two, as far as seasons. I'm concerned. Complete if you want a joke. Game. It's just, how does it happen? How does it happen? I want to know because this you, when you, you don't just wipe seven games off the board. If you're going to do anything, if they appealed it, then you take off the intent to injure and you leave – the abuse of official on protect your referees. If I was a referee in that league right now, I would tell you exactly where to shove it. And I would not even want to referee. Why? Because you don't have their backs. You're not protecting your officials. You complete, you might as well go around into every town that has a team in this league and spit in the face of every referee that refed in this league. It is a complete joke i will say it again that you are not backing your referees complete joke you guys should be fucking ashamed of yourselves seriously and if i was a ref in this league i would quit i would throw my jersey right in your face sorry but that's how i feel if i if i was a ref in that game i would have looked for the first thing that janine did gone get out of here don't even care what it is oh okay you think you're gonna get smart again see ya I just that's how it should have been all game, but like I said, he didn't he didn't do anything. But uh, here's here's the my other question is, obviously I understand this is a a rule that's proposed at the start of the year, right? This Mm -hmm. this three game or the two game suspension off of three accumulated penalties. Um, what I don't get is how why is it across preseason, regular season, and playoffs? You would think if you were logical. Maybe. Preseason, board wipes clean, right? Mm-hmm. 
regular season, which, yeah, it's long, so that could definitely happen. Okay, three of those, yeah, two-game suspension. Board wipes clean. Playoffs when you're in the second round, and the last time Liam took that penalty was back in, like, before the new year? Yeah, stupid. How How is he supposed to remember that? I, I, I understand there's an onus they on, are going to say it's up to the your team right. to track it, which Obviously, is okay, fine. Yeah, I understand. Everyone kind of, but there was the, mistakes made. But this isn't something but, that the league tracks. But that the league should have notified. Obviously, if the league notifies and Essex thought, saw that as negligible, and they just let Liam play, okay, yeah, then I get that. Mm-hmm. Then there's a penalty involved for the management and stuff like that. Yeah, because when Mike... you just say, "Oh yeah, guess what? Because, because we didn't let you know." Mm-hmm. Sit on your hands now. Cause... Oh, and by the way, we're gonna let that other clown, who just wailed on a ref. Oh yeah, don't worry, he's playing. I believe uh, Mike got a one gamer and he got hit with a seven hundred fifty dollar fine as well. Mike, uh, Mike Paley. So you know what looks what looks... she said is fine, whatever. But like, why like? You, I think it's just stupid that the guy that got seven games got his slate wiped clean and fucking oh, Halsey had to sit. It's when I joke. saw him on the ice, I about boiled over. Yeah, and another thing, real classy too. That like after the game, they were the fans were coming after people or like players in the hall, players from or like fans from Moortown <laughs> coming after Essex. Like there was three police cruisers there. Marked SUVs. Mm-hmm. They've got cops walking around. Like, come on. Hey. Is that really what you want your games to look like for kids and stuff? Hey, let's everybody thank the league for just creating a hostile environment. You know what? Great, great job. They're here. You know what? I'm gonna give you guys I'm gonna give you guys the golf clap for everything that you guys created there that shouldn't even happen. Because to me, how I would have handled it is league stands, more towns out, Halsey, you're sitting, whatever. You still have to sit then if you're gonna make them sit anyways. Now you send us into a game that we shouldn't have even been playing in the first place. And then what? We had, what, two guys get hurt? Exactly. In a fucking game that shouldn't even took place? Yeah, that was so, that was scary. I'll say this. That hit on Jack Firth. Oh, man. That was, that was tough. But the good news is Jack Firth played last night. Yes, he did. Blows my mind that he got yeah. clearance for that. But mm-hmm. I, if anyone wants to see it, I have the hit. And it was just, you know what the worst part is? That guy had just got in the box for a two-minute head contact. He came out of the box from behind Jack Firth. He's in the high slot, skates out of the box, elbow, right in the side of the head, who's Jack's reaching for a loose puck. Yeah, obviously keep your head up, mm-hmm. but not when you're getting blindsided from behind. Yeah, Jack's had concussion problems, like, and I mean. he was out when he got hit. It was... But like I said, thank God that he was able to play. Like, man, thank you to everyone who I, I know I put out a plea for keeping him in your thoughts and prayers, and obviously it worked because I'm I'm happy to say that he's back on the ice. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't change the fact that that was a dangerous and gutless hit that, that yeah, was that thrown. Yeah, that was crazy. But anyways, yeah, so let's... Um... Anyway, now we're in the finals, so that saga is over. Yes. Like thank I said, God. we're happy to have... John Chartrand on from Moortown, and that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, I talked to him on Instagram for a little bit, and um, yeah, he was he was super cool. I was shooting shit with him, and he was uh, 
seemed like he was a real down there chill guy. So, oh yeah, my kind of guy. Um, yep. so 73 is Lakeshore. We had game one, um, last night. Didn't go so well for us. You want to kind of oh. describe kind of how everything went? Yeah, I, I suppose it was just, it was disappointing because I'll give Essex credit in this sense that they didn't give up. They definitely tried throughout the game. They outshot Lakeshore. Like, props to Romano Liberti. He made some really good saves. Yeah, he did. Like, very good saves. He was clutch for them. And the worst part was it seemed like it was one of those situations where Essex gets four quality chances, and then it's just one break the other way, and the puck's in your net. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it went. And the final score was 5-1. And, uh, yeah. Also, props to... Austin Guvermon who keeps his goal streak go going. Shot. I know. Yeah, that kid is that kid is something else. We are so blessed to have him as a 73 man. But wasn't enough, right? One guy can't put a team on the back. Lakeshore outplayed Essex in that sense, and Essex has got to capitalize on their power plays. Got to work on that power play and put it in there in that when you get a chance. Mm -hmm. And they thing... didn't really they didn't really help out McBride either. Like poor poor Brider kind of had to hold his own against a lot of odd man rushes, and last night it it ended up in the net, and I feel for him. What but, I thought was nice too is we stayed out of the box a little bit until the third. Everything started to get a little sideways in the uh, third, then we started. But you know the boys are frustrated, well, and you know when, you know what? At that point, let it hang out, get it all out. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Get right? Because you better like, come, you better now. walk into Lakeshore, yes, you tomorrow, be, and be clean. Yeah, because we're in one tell you that going in it's you better be it's i dare i say a must win i know the yeah. series is one nothing but you got to answer back yeah you don't want to go too well here's the problem i don't want it to happen to essex and i know you guys are strong boys when it comes to like psychology and stuff mm -hmm. but down 2-0 to the four time in a row champs that's not looking good for you and they won smalls last year that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The Stobbs division reigning champions. Mm -hmm. That's tough. Yeah. Got to bounce but back, boys. Got to bounce back because they're getting a little shot in the arm. Mm -hmm. LH24, baby. Liam Hall is back. Yes, Halsey will be back for game two. So game two goes Thursday at 7 p.m. in Lakeshore. And then they will have game three will be Saturday, April 8th, back in Essex. That will be game three. And game four goes the ninth right back in Lakeshore. So they're going to play back-to-back. -back. So on the 6th, 8th, and ninth, there's games. So buckle up, folks, of Essex County. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get great. Um, so I'll oh. list those ones for now. But if they this series is to be wrapped up, the game, if it goes seven, game seven is scheduled for Saturday, April 15th, and that will be in Essex. So also all game times will start at seven o'clock. So for everybody that knows we put 968 fans in there last night. Yeah, you know, the fans packed house, was, man. It was it was big, but uh yeah, I feel for the boys. Just wasn't their night. Bad bounces and uh, loose defensive coverage less led to a 5-1 loss. Mm -hmm. They put the pressure on, though. They had been Marco. a bit better defensively. Maybe we see a tighter game. But Marco, too. I sent him a, a, a like Masters 2. I was like, nice shot, fucker. Yeah, what do you have? So, Three points? I know he had one and one for sure. 
Yeah, so, there was a couple guys who he had a, he had a good game. He had a nice little dish there. They scored on a two on one. I believe he, he nice was with, shot. and then he um yeah, then he sniped that, that was a, one. So it was a, a shot. A one on one. He just came into the zone and just went ripped it. So like it was it was a rocket. But seventy threes, come on, boys, you got to use that depth. Bounce back here. Yeah. See, but I I'll say this about Lakeshore. I like the fact that the way Lakeshore plays isn't like what Moortown did. No. Like no, they're no. they don't get stupid. Yeah, they can be kind of like Yeah, it gets rough and gloves. No, up and I, I say yeah, like whatever. They like to do a lot of this. Yeah, that's okay. Like though, I said, they awesome. have they all kind of have like one of the requirements on Lakeshore is you gotta have a punchable face and <laughs> No, I'm teasing. But um <laughs> it's it's like you know, they get under your skin. That's hockey, baby. They know what they're doing. They know what yeah. they're doing. And yeah. Essex can't let that get to them. They no. got to be tougher. They got to be harder in the corners. They got to use their size to their advantage. Mateo Trifon dropped someone. I didn't even see who it was. He got sent to the shadow realm, though. I'm happy, Trife. Keep hitting, buddy. Man, he oh. dropped someone at the blue line, but. Yeah, that right, right on the boards there, right? Yeah, as he. Yeah, I think I was like hit. a Cromwell. He tried yeah. to leave the zone yeah, and just I was got... like, ooh. But yeah, he's, he, he's a truck. Boys got to bounce back. Yeah. Better defensive coverage. Jamie McDermott will take care of it. He knows oh, exactly yeah. what to do. I'm sure he was the least bit happy after after last night's game. So was. I don't want to see him mad. I always see him. He's usually smiling or happy. So <laughs> that, yeah, I've but heard that's stories. How, that's how we always see him. Me and you see yep. him like that. But it, yep. <laughs> yeah, I imagine he was boots to asses last night. So yep. um well, let's hopefully uh, the boys here bounce back for game two. So once yep. again, game two will go um, Thursday the 6th in Lakeshore, and game three will be Saturday back here in Essex, all game time starting at 7 o'clock. So yes, sir. be sure to check those out. Spits right now. What is going on in Windsor? <laughs> Tristan's <What>? been like, <laughs> I just fight like that's a lot of fucking firepower and stuff to be uh, – like Maggio has having a hell of a year and like, yeah, well, this, you know, but some teams are all about coaching. It's just, uh, that is also the reason why I don't think the Boston Bruins are going to the final four it's because it's all about the coaching. Yeah. You got good coaching, but at the end of the day, you need the talent. Look at the New York Islanders conference finals, three years in a row. They got out talented. Mm. Great coach, Barry Trotz. Same thing here. Mark Savard, great coach, but. Do you think Horvat's going to help there any? Oh, for the Islanders you're talking yeah, now. Yeah. Do you think that will throw him over the edge or put him a little closer? I, I don't like, even know. Like, what's their – Tristan's like – Tristan, right Tristan looked at me like he wanted to reach through the camera and smack me in the head himself. <laughs> uh, Islanders? Yeah, no, no. They're not – they're not going anywhere. Anyways, They'll get bounced first round by Carolina. So we'll go back and end this topic quick. Spitz, you're in one. I'll tell you right now, it's a, it's going to be tough to come back from. Oh, that. No. Kitchener's you, looking you, good. Down too, three so. nothing. Let's and be real. When was and, the last time a team came back from three nothing yeah. in the OHL? Like, and you're on the road too for game four. So like, I I have no dismay for the Spitfires at all. Mm-hmm. I will say this: they're not my favorite OHL team, mm-hmm. but they're my second favorite. Like I cheer for them. They're local, obviously. But I'll put it this way. London's up 3-0 right now. Windsor's down 3-0. Mm-hmm. London just won, I think, last night in overtime. Again. Yep. 
It was Ryan Humphrey, like their fourth liner scored in overtime. Yeah. See, Windsor, even the fourth liners are outscoring your best guys. Like, <laughs> let's wake up there, boys. No, yeah. that's that's just, I'll say this. Like I said, it's a good team structure. They were mm. able to prey upon the weaker teams in the division and get a lot of points. I'll say this. No, I won't say that because I don't want to get people upset at me. <laughs> like, hey, Windsor Spitfires right now for NHL talent. Zero on their back end or in goal, mm-hmm. which doesn't help. And it also doesn't help that when you're an offense strictly team, you're getting shut out for nothing because they have the better goalie, Marco Constantini. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But uh, go Knights. So you fucking got That's all I got to say. Fucking but, guy. Yeah. You would. <laughs> yeah, I would. You, you would be that fucking guy. Yeah, I am. Tristan, me and you, we're going we're gonna to have a fucking Tilly next time I see you. Oh, yeah? Bastard. Um, Leamington's also too. Their coach Mitchell's got them just chugging. Right they they are like they're rolling through the playoffs. They're yeah. already up three to one on the what is it, Lincoln, right? The Stars. Yep. Three yep. one. So take them out, boys. See, there's a local team I cheer yeah, for. They're so good. Shout out. We want to get those boys on too. Yeah. Connor and Ryan McPherson. They're yes. another like. They're so good. Oh my we've God. been and we've been in chats with them too to have yep. them on. So they yep. want to come on. We're just trying to line something up. Maybe right. It's we'll obviously do... timing. Yeah. They got to yeah. practice a lot. Right Time, now. Yeah. Timing's going to be everything. Plus they're a little busy right now too. So yeah, they're busy but yeah, kicking. So, butt. so those guys are coming up too. So that's kind of your uh, local kind of hockey roundup. Yeah. Shall I say um, NHL news. So we know of maybe a couple playoff uh, yeah. matches. We know we're going to get Leafs and Lightning. We both know how we feel about that. Lightning and seven, uh, obviously. And we're likely going to get the Rangers and Devils, right? Yeah, that's looking to be like it, Devils would kind of have to win out to pass Carolina. So mm-hmm. likely we're going to get New York versus the Devils. The, the Rangers, that is, uh, which is a great matchup. Talk about a rivalry. Oh, eh? yeah. Remember the 90s, mid-90s? Oh, yeah. Rangers. And, oh, mess. And then they had Martin Brodeur. When Messier guaran- Stevens. guaranteed a win and then got a hat trick in that game. Oh, mess, man. <laughs> and who else Who else is on that team? They had a really good D-man. Brian something. Brian Leach. Yes, Brian Leach. I think yeah. he ended up getting the con Smythe that year, too. Mm-hmm. He was awesome. That's how I and know then, you're young when you didn't even know fucking Brian Leach's name. <laughs> well, I knew his name. No, but that was probably way he said Brian. You didn't know his last name. Because I couldn't think of it. I know who he is, man. Oh. I bet you I could get closer to his all-time points total than you can. So. <laughs> oh, you probably could. You want to do it? Yeah, sure. All-time points? Oh, Brian Leach. I don't know. The Rangers are only good for so long throughout his career. You guys are getting but then again, it was high, he was high scoring. I'll say I'll say nine twenty. What do you think? Eight forty. Okay, you're probably closer now. That I just felt <laughs> that here. Welcome up, Trist. I will. I will. <laughs> but anyway, I talk about talk about that matchup. Who do you think? Oh, I I can't wait, but um. I like the Rangers. I think having Kane will help him out a little more, just like power play. Hey, I was closer. You, Were you? Back to 1,000. 1,028. See, I didn't know it because I was like. I was, I was thinking like, about saying 1,000 too. 
because I was like, oh yeah, sure you were. Now you say that, oh, but uh, you. <laughs> anyway, no, because I wasn't sure. Because I'm like, the Rangers were only good for so long. But then he kind of he was like their captain for a while. So, but all right, you're up one. You're up one. I'll shake your hand on that. But you're up anyway. one. <laughs> uh anyway, um, I like yeah, the Rangers. Those matchups are going to be really good, though. I like, I like the Rangers. Just I think yeah. in the in the end, I just think they just have. And I like them, and I like I kind of break everything down to like how they are in that offensively, defensively, power plays, penalty kills, like stuff like that, and just wow, what nothing. You shocked that I actually look at all this, that all that stuff? No, it's it's almost like that's actually what determines what wins. I know it's crazy, eh? But um, <laughs> I know you're right. But I'm going to say, like I said, I'm going to say Rangers. I think Kane is definitely going to help out on the power play, not as when it comes yeah. to speed, but just how he sees the ice. They just got his. so good. They added so much at the deadline, and, like, they already have one of the best decors in the league, like Adam Fox, and they got it's the best, nasty. arguably the best goalie in the league, Igor yeah. Shesterkin. I love how he always uses fucking accents when he says names. Shesterkin. <laughs> it's funny. But, yeah, I'm definitely going Rangers now. At least in Lightning, I think we've already done. In past yeah, shows, we know how that one's going to go. You never know, but you do. <laughs> I still say, though, if they beat the Lightning, they're going on a fucking tear. If they beat the Lightning, they're going to make a run. But we'll, <laughs> well see. Well, who would they? Watch them face Boston second oh, round. Shit. <laughs> they just get eliminated. That'd be hilarious. But no, I think every Leaf, like, to a Leafs fan, out of the second round is like the cup. Like, out of the they're going to throw round. a party. <laughs> out of the first round at this point yeah um you said there was a couple signings though wasn't yeah there, there was uh, i'll read those out um no one really high profile but not to take away from the players who were signed uh philippetal that's how it's pronounced it's spelled chittle if you're one of the people who say it that way it's it's heedle uh, he's from czech republic i believe but um philippetal signs four years at 4.375 I love that deal. Yeah. I love that deal. He's one of the best two-way centers in the league. Mm -hmm. He's so good, and he plays up and down the lineup. You want him third line grinding in the boards? He'll do it. You want him to be a skill guy first line next to Kane? I love Filipino. And at four mil, for a guy who could be a first line center, mm -hmm. obviously he's not their first line center. They got because of Ben and Jad, but mm -hmm. like. I see him I on the score sheet all the time. That's It's really awesome. Filipino. Mm -hmm. And uh, the second signing uh, that was of notable talk is uh, Nikolai Nizov. Do you know him? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's no, that's okay. Um, he's like pretty fresh. I think it's his second full season. Oh, okay. Um, he's uh, he's a young D man for San Jose, who obviously they're kind of rebuilding, and they mm. sign him at two years, one point two five mil. That's really good for a guy who could be. Possibly in your second pair for defense. Mm -hmm. Really like Nikolai Nizov. He's good defensively. I still think there's offensive potential there. I think Nizov, if you get him a right partner, maybe you draft the offensive defenseman. It's kind of disappointing though that they just they gave away Ryan Merkley. Obviously, I know there was issues there with attitude and stuff, but like I think him and Merkley could have been a really good pairing. We'll see who they end up uh, pairing with next year. But uh, one of the bright spots for a. Um, Kind of a dim situation in uh, San Jose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be sweet to just play there, though. It's all you know, the weather, no tax. Right? <laughs> yeah, like that'd be yeah. a horrible time. Unlike here, we just 
how they are with taxes here. Yeah, and you don't really ever have to worry too when you're playing for the Sharks. Like when you go, there's no playoffs. You're just like <laughs> lots of tea times. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> golf all year round there. Is that all? You, is that is that all you got for signings? Pretty. Well? Uh, I mean, there's one other guy, a guy who we were actually talking about with shout out Lee Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, Yegor Chinikov, uh, signs a one year 800k deal. He hasn't been the most outstanding this year. Uh, you know, he was kind of drafted to be a goal scorer, and he got passed by his fellow Russian player, another guy we were talking about with Lee Harris, uh, Kirill Marchenko. And Marchenko is really, really, really good uh, because he's like a 20-goal scorer, first rookie one ever next to Rick Nash, I believe. I think he has the most game-winning goals wow. as a rookie. Uh, so Chinikov. We might see him go to the KHL next year if it doesn't pan out. But I wish him well. I like his style of play. I just think he's kind of been misused by um by the Blue Jackets. But uh, that's all there is to talk about as it goes for signings. What else you got for me? Well, the Wings past two games have been pretty good. They beat the Leafs 5-2 the other night. They beat the Habs 5-0 last night. Little swing and a uh, little swing in Canada here. Yeah, I know. I like, and the, the, the funny thing is, Leafs fans will be like, oh, yeah, you won though, but we didn't have a full roster. We were resting players. Oh, no. You played your full roster. <laughs> Don't try and say that. I saw some guy say that online, an actual account, and I was like, no, no. I think the, they didn't even have, I think they might have had Nylander out. They had Matthews, they had Tavares, they had Marner. Hmm. Like, and. Wings did a really good. Oh, Alex Nedeljkovic was great that game. Yeah, it's a good bounce back story for him. He went down to the AHL, came back up. He had like 39 saves in that game. Lights out. Ooh. Big props to him. And Larkin got a hat trick, didn't he? Yeah. People who still try to say to this day, they're like, "Oh, Larkin's not a first line center." Come on, let's be real. <laughs> when you're winning a Stanley Cup, you'd like him to be your second line center. Yes, but if as he... of now. He's the first line center. If he's your second line center on a Stanley Cup winning team, you're doing okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Drew, time. if you're watching, time out. I got to wipe my nose <laughs> before I like drip. All right. One sec. And then, uh, yeah. So, Wings and Habs, I yep. believe it was Haran had a big night last night, right? I think he had, yeah. A, I think he had, a, he had a few goals. I think he had two, two goals in a apple, maybe. Two goals and an assist. So Continues yeah. to be one of the most consistent players in NHL history. Mm-hmm. I think he's been within 10 points every year in his career. It's ridiculous. He's either like between f- like 50 points to 60 points like every season. It's crazy. <laughs> I think he was like just below that this year. And then he got the three points and now he's like cracked 50. So... Mm-hmm. Props to him. Luke Raymond had a really nice goal too. Uh, it's it's nice to see him getting on the board after kind of a slower sophomore season. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I'll tell you, Luke's outstanding. Edvinson still proves that he's going to be a great defenseman. Like Wings shut out Toronto, or uh, sorry, I wish they shut out Toronto. They shut out Montreal and shut down Toronto in back to back games pretty effortlessly. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to Vili Huso. I think this is the most hat tricks or hat tricks. I'm losing my mind. The most <laughs> shutouts he's had in a season. Boom. Three or four. And uh, his previous career high was two. So shout out to Villahuso. Uh Yeah, the wings, 
I don't know. I kind of hoped they would lose in like regulation by one goal. You know, like oh, we were right there, but yeah. we're gonna get Connor Bedard maybe. I don't know. Speaking of Bedsy, yeah, who gets Bedsy? Who has the best odds for Bedsy? So as of right now, the odds are very much in favor of the Anaheim Ducks. Oh boy, who hold a twenty-five point five percent chance of getting him. You want to talk about tanking? They're doing it. Right. Uh, second to them is the Columbus Blue Jackets with thirteen point five percent. Then the Hawks with eleven point five, Sharks with nine point five, Habs with eight point five, and Yotes with seven point five. The Wings they're sitting at eleventh right now with a three point or sorry tenth with a three point chance. So you're saying there's a chance? Yes, they're the last <laughs> team within there to be able to get the first overall pick. Oh, okay. Because now it was changed. Remember, now it's only ten spots you can move up. So is that a lock now? On that eleven, like, are they a lock at that spot? No, no, no. There could be. I think the lowest they could like, or I guess the highest they could get for odds would be around eight or ninth. Uh, and the. Uh, if they were to win out, they'd probably be 12th, 13th, so just outside of the lottery. But well, well, we we at this point, let's be in it. Yeah, yeah, no, obviously, but um, yeah, we're gonna have like a single ball in there with fucking 300 other ones, is what it would be. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance? Imagine, <laughs> imagine that. Nah, it'll never happen. Bam, but Detroit. I'll say this: I'd love to get second overall pick or third overall pick yeah. or fourth. Just get inside the top five, I think, would be good. Yeah. Be Anywhere in the nice. top five, you're getting an elite yeah. career so, I mean, talent. It would, it would be a nice addition. That's almost a fran- That's pretty much a franchise and player. I, I do want to send condolences to um one of the players in the draft, Matvey Michkov, uh, the Russian who's, if you want to talk about raw talent, mm-hmm. ranked second in this draft, but he also has a KHL deal that carries on. I don't know if there's some kind of a political involvement and I, I never, obviously you never want to get involved with these things, but uh, his father disappeared a few days ago in Russia and then they found the body. And I believe the cause of death as of now is ruled as drowning. Jesus. So it's very scary situation. And uh, I hope everyone who's listening, you're reminded of how blessed we are to live in a country that is, mostly free of stuff like this and uh we we don't have to live in fear mm-hmm. so uh thank god for that eh yeah that's crazy man fuck especially when he's getting ready to essentially coming up to like one of the biggest summers of his life too right like that's yep. crazy so that's a shitty yep. situation that's real real unfortunate um is there anything else that you want to uh talk about or is that pretty well it i think that's all just for today uh yeah, obviously some of the stuff we've said, um, th- there's nothing personal we have against uh, people who are in charge of the Stobbs division or the PGHL as a whole. It's just, obviously we're stating this as our opinion as a member of the public, which we are allowed to state. Yeah, And uh, we just feel that what has occurred is complete lunacy. <laughs> So you dropped the ball, yeah. whatever. In the end, you dropped the ball. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. The mistakes were had. So mm-hmm. 
But anyways, so we're on the, we're in the finals now, so let's just worry about that. Boys, good luck 73s. Tristan, you're all tapped, eh? You're all good yep. to go. Yep, I'm good to go. Until next week, Ant signing off, Tristan signing off. We're out of here. See you. See you later. I could do